Welcome to Straight from the Muzzle, folks, where we are anything but straight. My name is Space, and I will be your host for today's episode of Spaced Out. I don't know, I just feel like saying it like that. If you're new to Spaced Out episodes, they happen once a month, 12 times a year, and they usually entail just kind of random things, not like anything too specific, except for this episode is going to be very specific. But they typically entail like emails, personal life updates, you know, trending topics in the fandom, all that fun stuff, and then other things that I may want to talk about or bring up and discuss. But today, we are going to be primarily talking about Biggest Little Furcon. But actually, before we get into that, I do have a personal update, and that is I don't have any updates. <laughs> Stupid, I know. But I do have this one thing that is a super annoyance to me, and it has been driving me nuts over the course of, I don't know, a couple of years. But I hate it when you go to a website and you're scrolling through, and then that little pop-up comes from the bottom or the top or in the middle if you're reading an article, and it says, please accept all cookies. And it's like, really? Come on. And it's like sites that I've already been to, and it's things that I assume Google would have already picked up on, but I have to constantly click on it to make it go away. And it's so frustrating. Actually, I was on a website last night where I was clicking the little X. There's actually two Xs, one for the Google ad and then one for the actual ad itself on the website. But if you clicked on that little X, which means to get rid of it, it took me to a different website. So it was the complete opposite of what I was wanting it to do. So I crossed that website off my list and said, no way, Jose. So there you go. <laughs> Here's my biggest annoyance. Oh, yeah. Also, I didn't put this on my notes, but that's okay. It's a last second put in. So I'm still going to therapy. I'm doing a lot better. And I know I said I didn't have any personal updates, but I lied. I have a personal update again. I mean, what do you expect? It's me. So May 7th, I go to my therapy appointment and I'm pulling into the parking lot. I'm paying attention for the most part, but like part of me is just like in space. Like my mind's just like gone. Kind of just like, oh, driving, driving. You know, like when you're driving on autopilot, it's kind of like what it was. But I had like other things that was going on. And you know how there's like always poles that hold the signs for, you know, handicap, whatever. Well, I almost ran into one of those and I slammed on my brakes and no joke, I parked it and then went out and looked and I was legitimately within one inch of the pole. So mad skills for me. Hey, but the unfortunate thing that happened because of that, I think, is that after the actual initial therapy visit, I went to go get into my car and turn it on and I went to switch into reverse and I had to press the pedal all the way down to the floor. So something was wrong with my brakes because it wasn't doing like the typical you press on the pedal and you can start slowing down. No, it was like all the way to the floor. And I thought it was weird because when I put myself into park or an emergency brakes, those work just fine. But when it came to like actually slowing down the car, I legitimately had to press down on the pedal and just hope that I slowed down in time. So I get on my phone and I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And so I'm looking up like brake repairs and there's like a Les Schwab that's like down the street. It's literally like 0.7 miles. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you. So I go there, they look at it and they come out and they're like, it's a good thing that you came in as soon as you did because your brake hose and brake lines burst. The fluid had gone everywhere. So it had gone inside the wheel well and everything and all of the wheel wells. So that was really bad. And so they got that fixed. It was expensive. It cost me like $388 to get that done on top of a $90 oil change. 
$90. Well, I guess that's really not that big of a deal because I normally pay around $65 to $70. So I'm paying $20 more at this Les Schwab. But I have a high mileage car and, you know, I drive it a lot. So I guess it's kind of okay. It's just $90 was a lot. Like the total that came out was like 435 something. And I'm like, great. I'm so glad I spent all this money. Thankfully, my husband came to the rescue for like majority of it. And then I paid like the oil change, but it just sucked. And so I was planning on going to a game night that evening, but because of the whole like events leading up to it, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go home. I'm going to order pizza because I just don't give a crap. And then I'm just going to go to sleep. And that's what I really did. And it sucks because I was looking forward to it. Not looking forward to the break exploding. I was looking forward to the game night, which I didn't end up going. So, oh yeah. And then the last thing I guess I could just put in there too. I don't know why. So I put on my notes here, I say personal updates with an arrow. And then it says no updates. And then of course, when I'm recording, I do have updates. It's funny how the mind plays tricks on you, even when you're the one writing the notes, right? So Felix has been on his business trip and he's been out since, let's see, May 2nd and he'll be returning on the 13th in the evening. So when you get this episode, he'll be actually returning like that day, but you know, at like later on in the night. So I've been going two weeks without my husband. And at first I'm just like, woo, party, you know, like, hooray, I've got the house to myself. That all lasted about three, four hours. And then reality set in and I was like, oh, crap, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do? There's no one in bed. There's, you know, like usually when we sit down to like watch videos, he's on one couch, I'm on the other. And I always look over to see him and see his reactions to the videos and he's not there. And then our thing lately has been when I get home, I'll go, you're home. And he'll be like, I'm home, something like that. And so I came home one day and I'm like, I'm home. And then it was just utter silence. And I'm like, I hate this. So I'm trying to keep it together. I already had one emotional breakdown today, with today being Tuesday the 10th. And I don't know how much more (laughs) of a breakdown I'll have. I guess we'll find out later as the days go on. But um, yeah, that's my personal updates. Let's talk about Biggest Little Furcon. Okay, this is primarily going to be about Biggest Little Furcon because we're going to be going this year. And it's not just Felix and I that's going. Sparrow will also be attending the con with us. So she'll be driving out with us. And then we'll also be going to the con all together. So, you know, I'm really, really excited because I haven't been to a Furcon in almost four years. So it's been a while. I'm a virgin almost all over again. Um, to furry conventions, not to like, trust me, my virginity is gone in my own self being. Regarding BLFC, I don't know if you guys have listened to the latest episode that was uploaded about disability accessibility at conventions. But Sparrow went on to Twitter and she basically said this. She had said, I emailed both of the furry cons, so FWA and then Biggest Little Fur Con, that I'm attending this year and asking for accessibility information. Neither have yet to respond. I wish people with disabilities weren't always a second thought. I should be able to find this information right on the website. It's so irritating. So what was really interesting is that probably a couple of days after she had made that initial tweet, she then messages me again on Telegram, a voice message. And she's like, you'll never believe it. I was on, you know, BLFC and they have an accessibility tab now. And they got back to me really quick. So that's really good. But I went looked 
on their website. It's goblfc.org. So G-O-B-L-F-C.org. And then when you're on the site, you go to the attend tab and it has the drop down window. And now there's a button that says accessibility. I can tell you for a fact that was not there a little while ago. So I'm not going to say that you know, Sparrow made change, but there was also before she kind of like made that tweet, there was also some other talk and tweets about accessibility at conventions and Biggest Little Farcon was roped into that. So I think with Sparrow's effort and the efforts of others, there's a reason why now this is available, which is a really cool thing. Would it be available if no one said anything? Probably not. So Let's hope that future cons kind of see this and then act to do better because in reality, they really should be doing better. So that's pretty cool. We're going to be hosting two panels at Biggest Little Fur Con. The first panel is called Podcasting Do's and Don'ts. And with this panel, you can basically learn from our mistakes and successes on creating a podcast and then the equipment that you need or the knowledge that you need. And so if you're looking to like create a podcast and you want to know, you know, some tips and, you know, learn from our mistakes, definitely come to this panel. We're going to be hosting it with a good close friend of mine named Ruchi Lexico. And we're going to have his podcast also host with us. Their podcast is For What It's Worth. And that will be on Thursday, June 2nd at 3pm. Now keep in mind that like, the con does start on June 2nd, but like official opening ceremonies isn't until like five or six that evening. So this is actually kind of perfect because there's really nothing going on. So definitely attend this panel. The great thing about having our podcast and then my friend Ruchi's podcast for what it's worth is that you get to see two different styles of podcasting. You get to see what they've gone through. You get to see what we've gone through because we initially started off like 10, 11 years ago as for media. And then we kind of rolled that into a podcast format and changed the name to Stripe from the Muzzle. But we definitely had our issues. I can tell you that. Like, it was not a cakewalk. That's for sure. So you can learn about our mistakes. You can learn about things. I'll talk primarily about like software and hosting sites and all that fun jazz because there's a lot of pros to that. So we'll be going over pros and cons to that specific panel. Like I said before, it's on Thursday, June 2nd at 3 p.m. I'm not sure what room it is, and Biggest Little Furcon doesn't have their schedule up on their website yet. Hopefully they have that on there soon. But as soon as we know what room we're going to be in, we'll constantly be making updates on Twitter so that you guys are all aware. So if you're going to Biggest Little Furcon, attend that panel. Also at that panel, we'll be handing out little cards that have a QR code on it. And that QR code will lead you to an early access episode exclusive only to those who are attending Biggest Little Fur Con. And that's it. Everyone else. So if you're not going and you're listening to this episode, you're probably like, oh, I don't have an actual release date yet for when that episode will come out. But I will say that those who have the card will definitely get at least a month ahead before you guys do, which makes it extra special, really. And I won't be releasing what that topic is until after we go to the con, so that way you guys can know after that. 
Then the following day, so Friday, June 3rd at 6 p.m., Sparrow and I are hosting a meet and greet. So those are like, if you're not sure what a meet and greet is, according to BLFC's website, their primary goal is to get people together to make new friends. So if you have a specific interest or you want to meet like-minded friends, please declare a meet and greet and then go from there. Now, traditionally, meet and greet hosts don't really do much. But that's not how we do things at Straight from the Muzzle. So what we're going to be doing is a couple of things. Obviously, we want you guys to come and talk to each other, talk to us, get to know Sparrow and I a lot better. Ask us questions, like any question you really want to. You can get in real time answers and other things as well. You'll also, once again, get another chance to get an early access episode. Same one as the one prior. So if you weren't able to make it to the podcasting do's and don'ts, we'll have the same episode on a card with the QR code just for you guys. And those should be on the seats. That's where I'm planning on putting them at least until I see the room. I really don't know how the whole layout's going to work. My first meeting, great. The other good thing that you can look forward to is we're doing a prize raffle. And so we have quite a few fun little things to basically give away. And it costs you nothing. So even if you've never really listened to our podcast, or you know a friend who's going to Biggest Little Furcon, and maybe suggest to them, hey, you know, this podcast I'm listening to does a meet and greet. If you attend, you get a free episode and a ticket to get a prize. And those prizes are pretty cool. So one of the bigger prizes that I'm giving out is the exact version of headset that we use to record. And it's a Turtle Beach brand. It's the Recon 50. And it's for the PC specifically and Nintendo Switch as well, but mostly PC. And this is the like official headset that we use. We've used headsets before, different brands, but we've always come back to Turtle Beach because they're so freaking good. And I might, depending on the timing, but I might also include the USB sound card adapter that you can use. That's what I use with the headset as well. And I'll explain how that kind of works at the panel itself. The other headset that I got was at an arcade called Round One. So you might be familiar with that name if you like arcades and stuff. And they're not really located everywhere. They're kind of like just in specific areas of the United States. And then, of course, also in Japan, because it's like a Japanese company, from what I understand. But they have really good prizes in there. And so I've been saving up and I got this really cool one. It's a headset, but it's called the Inferno Pro Plus Gaming Headset with Vibration Feedback. It works with PC. It has LED that lights up. It's got that cool like tethered cord, like so it makes it feel like it's, you know, high quality and stuff. Really big headphones and looks like it's got a good cushion for the ear, which is always important. You can definitely, you know, run a podcast with this or have fun gaming times. And it's also got a boom mic that basically it goes up or down as well. So this is a really cool prize that we'll be giving out. Another one that we're going to be giving out, we have two of these. They're called, I don't honestly know how to pronounce this. It's either Gingo or Jingo, kitty speakers. And so the reason I got these little speakers, they're tiny, but I'll tell you what, sound that comes out of these bad boys is huge. It's loud. They've got a good bass to it. I'm surprised that it even has a little subwoofer in there, but I'm really more or less surprised by how loud the thing gets. And the funny thing is, is if you look at it and you were to like put it on the desk and see it, you wouldn't think it's a speaker because it just looks like a fun little cat toy, but it's definitely a speaker. So we have two of those to give away. If you want like an example of how loud this thing can get, you can go into Twitter at From the Muzzle. And then I posted a video of how loud this thing gets. And I was actually pretty shocked. So 
That's a lot of fun. So we'll have two of those. And then I will also have a Squishmallow 14-inch Panda plush. Okay, this one's really cool. I'm not sure if it's limited edition, but it was more expensive than all the other Squishmallows for that size. But it's a like super light blue turquoise panda. And then he's got gold glasses. And then he's holding basically like bubble tea. So it's really cute. So that'll be an option as well. And then, of course, we're going to go into the dealer's den before the actual panel happens. So that way we can pick up some art to raffle off as well. So you guys can have art from the actual con. So that's going to be exciting. Felix and I, along with Sparrow, will also be suiting at the con. And I'm going to include our fursuit picks in the episode when we release this one so that you guys can get an idea of what we look like in fursuit. And then, of course, we'll have pictures of what we look like outside of fursuit. So you can identify us if you need to. While at the con itself, there's a lot of different things you can do. They have tons of like little things here and there. One thing that I'm not quite familiar with is a fashion show that they're going to be doing. I don't know if that's a fashion show just as the individual or as a fashion show on top of a fursuit. Either way, I'm going to be attending because I love fashion shows. There's also going to be an escape room, well, more or less a complex within it, called the Furry Logic Escape Room. We have, for three of us, I have already signed us up, I think on Thursday at noon or 11. It's one of those. I can't remember. There's also a car show that's going to be out by the mini golf course, and that's provided by the Awu crew. And you can find all this information if you go onto their website and then you click on Twitter and you go to BLFC's Twitter account, you can see all the fun little like events that are going to be happening. Nervous Vulpus is going to be in concert Saturday night. So that's June 4th. And that's at night. I'm not sure what time that is at though, but I'm definitely going to be attending that concert. And I'm going to hope to meet them in person as well. If you guys remember, we had Nervous Vulpus as a guest host on season six as the finale episode. So if you're not familiar with Nervous Vulpus and you're curious, but you're also going to be going to the con, go back to that episode and listen to it. I guarantee you'll love it. And then the actual hotel itself is pretty awesome because it's not necessarily a hotel. It's a resort that has a hotel. I guess that's one and the same. I don't know. Don't call me out on that. But it's huge. They have tons of activities that you can do. They've got movies. They actually have a movie theater. That's fun. And they play current movies. They have an arcade or a fun center. They have gambling. You know, of course, you make sure you're old enough to gamble. Mini golf, go-karts. They've got a pool. They've got a golfing driving range. They also have bowling. And I know that bowling is free or at like a specific time at night during the con. And then I think it might be also discounted. But bowling is like a huge thing for this con. A lot of people go to it. And then there's something called the Max Arena. And I had to look this up because I'm like, what the hell is the Max Arena? So they have something called like zero latency, free roaming virtual reality. So virtual reality. Yay. And they have an axe throwing setup. That's fun. If you have something called XD Theater, I used to work at a fun center. So I know what XD Theater is. It's basically it's a multi-sensory 5D experience and a world of wind surround and thrills to create a heart pounding adventure for the whole family. Your theater seat is capable of over 100 movements a second and up to 2Gs of acceleration. So you don't just see the experience, you actually feel it. And they've got like, I don't know if this one has the guns on it, but you can definitely go on the guns. You wear uh, 3D glasses, that makes it way better. And then there's like huge fans in there. I've done it. I love it. It's such a fun experience. I highly recommend it. And then they also have something called Chaos Jump. And that is a virtual reality 
Oh, I don't know if this is a good idea. Apparently, what it looks like is a giant like jump pad with VR. I don't know how good of an idea that is because we're thinking about, I mean, if you watch all the VR like YouTubes, you know that everyone hits the wall or the TV. But can you just imagine like adding a jumping feature to that? It sounds cool, but at the same time, I'm just like, there's got to be a waiver for this thing. So there's all that fun stuff that you can do as well. I know there's going to be a pool party every night or every day and night at the con. So definitely look into that as well. And I think I've kind of covered everything. So we've got a couple of emails. The first two come from the same person. And then there's also two others, and one is questionable. We'll just say that. So in most cases, in this case, I'm going to basically be referring to everyone as furry X. The reason we do that is because A, either the person doesn't want us to reveal their name, B, I don't feel comfortable revealing their name, or C, there is no name. (laughs) So we just say furry X. So the first two emails, this person basically says, Hey, I was wondering, since my parents found out that I'm a furry, what should I tell them? So be honest. Never try to hide anything because parents can sniff that stuff out. Trust me, they can and they will sniff it out. But be honest. Tell them what the fandom means to you and what it's done for you in your life and how it's helped you and the people that you've met. Explain to them, you know, like how to create it, how it's an art-based fandom, all that fun stuff, because that's important, right? And of course, they're more than likely going to go ahead and Google it and look at more stuff. But if they have further questions, like, you know, something about being highly sexualized or whatever, you can refer them to an episode that I was listening to. I was actually listening to a different podcast because (laughs) secret but not so secret. We're going to be having Furry Explained as a guest on our show. So I thought I'd kind of do my research and listen up on them. So there is an episode called What is a Furry and How to Join the Fandom? And then before that one, there's like a two minute Welcome to Furry Explained. So I definitely recommend them listening to the first two episodes of this podcast because it perfectly sums up what the fandom is. It answers all the questions, really quite nice. You know, I'm going to start referring to other people's podcasts if you guys have questions and stuff. All right. The other question they had, where they had a suggestion of having a show be a Q&A. Well, that's basically what Spaced Out is. is it's giant Q&A at the end, really. So there's no reason for it to be its own episode. And if we ask for you guys to email into us, chances are we're not going to get those. So I'd rather those emails come in naturally and organically rather than forced or, you know, we requested that you sent us a Q&A. That's kind of weird. That's what's your favorite furcon, BLFC. And for Sparrow, it's FWA. What grade does Sparrow teach? I don't know. <laughs> um, what did you guys find out about the fandom? I think I found out like early, like mid 2011, late 2011, because in 2012 is when I created, or no, no, no. I think it was 2011 is when I found out about it. And later that year, I created for media, which then I rolled into Straight from the Muzzle about three or four years ago. And then that's where we are right now. All right, on to the next one. This one, actually, this particular person did give us their name. So I'm going to go ahead and just read it because it's in the email. Hi, Sparrow in Space. My name is Thought Space. Clearly, Thought Space. It's cute. And I sent you this email to show you my appreciation. 
You guys are one of the best furry podcasts out there, and I love everything about your podcast, but I have a suggestion. You should do a collab with Furry Explain. The podcast is ran by Finn the Panther, and he's really cool. He explains all the aspects of the furry fandom, and I think you guys should do an episode with him. P.S. My favorite episode was the one where you talked about young furs. It really helped guide me. So as I just kind of like, you know, spoiler alert, I am going to collab with Furry Explain. I just have to figure out a date to do that and then create notes and all that fun stuff. And then our last email, I'm not really even sure. Is it an email? I don't know. I, I guess. So this person sent an email and in the subject line, it says, Furlandia is in 19 days. Thoughts? With a question mark. Now, the grammar on this is just not great because there should be a capital F for Furlandia. And then it should be Furlandia is in 19 days, comma, thoughts with a question mark. That would be the correct way of doing it. But what's even more vague is that they sent that email without anything in the body. So there's no actual email itself. So therefore, I'm not going to answer that question because it's not really a question. It's just a subject line with the question in it. You can do that, but don't do that. Put a subject and then put your question in the actual email. All right. I think that pretty much sums it up. I did want to give a furry Twitter shout out. I was kind of cruising on Twitter and I came across something really neato. And it's a fursuit paw pad. And then the toe beans and the paw pad itself has cherry blossom pattern kind of sewn into it, which is really cool and unique. The person who created it is uh, Pinku's Crafty College. Oh my God. No. Pinky's Crafty Cottage, not college. And you know what's so funny is that I actually wrote college on the notes here, cross it out and put cottage, but I wasn't looking at the notes when I was reading it. I was looking at it from Twitter. So I must have like subconsciously said college in my brain to say it out loud, but check them out. Well, I highly recommend looking at their stuff because it's really cool. It's spectacular and they definitely have a talent. On their Twitter, they're known as at Pinkus Cottage. So P as in Paul, I-N-K-U-S as in Sam, C as in Cat, O-T-T-A-G as in George, E as in Edward. And that's it. If you guys ever have any questions, you can always email us at talktothemuzzle at gmail.com. Send us whatever you want to, appreciation, questions, suggestions. We've got it. We will read them out loud and answer your questions for you. So that's always something that's there. And then you can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at from the muzzle because it's shorter. That's pretty much it. So the next episode that's going to be released after this one is the Manic Kits episode, which will be on the 27th. And then from that point on, we're kind of on a break. We'll be doing a special Pride episode for June, and then we'll return back in July because, you know, we all need some time. (laughs) So anyways, thanks for listening. And you guys all have a fantastic day.